The following is another Classic Hits Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents high school basketball. Fisher gets it up top. Good reversal to the left side. Short jumper is up and in by Kayla Stubbs. Good ball reversal there for the Bulldogs. Tonight, the Pleasanton Bulldogs hit the road to battle the Arcadia Loop City Rebels. High school basketball and KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club. The rebound is brought down by Cholesky. Fast break the other way. Can't get the shot away. Kick it back out. Lewandowski, three-pointer. Both squads tipped off their season last night. The girls' squads dropped a pair of close games while each of the boys' teams cruised in their opening night victories. It's the Bulldogs and Rebels coming up next. But for the new Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take you live to Arcadia with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good evening once again, everyone, from Wilcox-Hildreth. It is Doug Duda, along with our producer-engineer, Ed Smith, getting you ready for the game, second game of our doubleheader tonight, the boys' game between the Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons and the Shelton Bulldogs. The girls' game tonight went to the Falcons, 52-28, to paced by Abby Quadhammer's 18 points, eight apiece for Wojcicki and Beisel, and Guthrie had 11 rebounds for Shelton. They were led by Jalissa Sinner with 12 points and nine rebounds. Pair of one and one boys teams here. Wilcox Hildreth beat Elwood, lost to uh, SEM. Uh, really, neither one of those games were all that close. Uh, for Shelton, they're one and one, uh, lost to Elm Creek, and then beat Franklin. And really, neither one of those games were all that close. We expect this game to be a close one here tonight and pretty competitive on both sides of the basketball. This is the New Tech Seed pregame show. We've also got UNK basketball going on tonight. The women's game has become a final. The number one team in the country, Emporia State, able to defeat the UNK women by a score of 75-50. to They were up 35-16 at halftime. The men's game will get going here in just a little bit. Also have some other uh, Thursday night football action going on on ESPN 1460 and 1550. They're just about ready to kick off between the Chiefs and the Raiders. We'll take a break. Look at the starting lineup for our boys game right after this. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods right in your own hometown. Check out the fresh produce and meats. With weekly specials, you will save even more by shopping local. Don't forget, Larry's has movie rentals, party supplies, such as balloons, deli trays, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton? Best of luck, Bulldogs. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the visitors tonight, the Shelton Bulldogs are going to join us. And we will go with number one, a six-foot-two-inch senior, Jaden Ullman. Number 10, six-foot-one-inch junior, Case Terry. 
Number 12, 6'2 freshman Marcus Lobber. Number 24, 6'1 senior Kyle Roche. And number 31, a 6'4 junior Nick Armagost. The head coach of the Shelton Bulldogs is Seth Jensen in his first year, assisted by Jeff Pohl. Shelton comes in with a record of 1-1, one and one, just like the Falcons of Wilcox Hildreth, who will start with number 10, a 5'11 sophomore, A.J. Jenkins. Number 12, a 6'1 junior, Garrett Ortgiesen. Number 14, a 6'1 junior, Caleb Springer. Number 15, a 6'0 senior, Lance Aspergen. And number 50, a 6'4 junior, Lance Crowerholtz. The new head coach of the Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons taking over for Brent Heinrichs is Blake Farenbrook, assisted by Matt Nelson. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Also some injuries to report here uh, for Shelton. They've been fine, but uh, missing the game tonight. You've got Jackson Van Lanningham. He's ill. Sky Nouse and uh, Michael Douglas are out. Braden Billington also out tonight. Uh, some are ill, some are injured, and uh, all hoping to get back here in the near future. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. And we will tip it off between Shelton and Wilcox Hildreth right after this. Clipper Publishing wishes all area teams good luck in the game. Clipper Publishing is proud of the successful athletes from Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River and look forward to supporting and reporting on all the game's activities in the Shelton Clipper, the Gibbon Reporter, and Wood River Sunbeam. Go to clipperpubco.com every day for daily updates on events happening in Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River. Why wait till Thursday for your local news updates? Subscribe to one of the weekly newspapers and go to clipperpubco.com for daily updates. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. We're ready to get the basketball game underway. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Shelton will win the opening tip. And are underway here against the Wilcox-Hildreth man-to-man defense. Overall, maybe just a little more experience for the Falcons, but Shelton will drive the first shot of the game. is going to be off the iron for a lobber, and the rebound brought down by Grauerholtz. They'll fast break to the other end. Grauerholtz, the big presence in there at the 6'4", junior. Off the screen, they'll dish it off to Springer. Springer will attack and lay it in with the left hand, and Wilcox-Hildreth is on the board first. Shelton then reaching in at their full-court pressure, tipping it away, and out of bounds it will stay with Shelton. Bulldogs pretty balanced as the uh, scoring attack through their first two games of the season. They are averaging 46 points a game, and you've got uh, Roush with 14.5, Ullman with 12, Ramos with 10.5, so that's a majority of their scoring. Terry and Bombecker right there as well, as Shelton will throw it in. They'll get the ball into the hands of uh, Lobber, the freshman point guard, going to be bothered by the junior, Caleb Springer, and Shelton lobs it into the front court, gets it to Arbogast. Arbogast, nowhere to go, travels with a basketball. 
Wilcox Hildreth in the backcourt will throw it in in front of their own bench. So a couple of guys in their first year head coaching with their respective schools meeting here tonight. As A.J. Jenkins, the sophomore, brings it across the timeline over to Ort Giesen. Gets it inside, trying to post up, and then maybe losing the basketball. They let it go, and Ullman's going to come out of there with the steal. Wilcox Hildreth's first turnover. Ullman pushes it up on the right side. Going to be picked up there by Ort Giesen. Gives it off on the wing to the freshman lobber. On the pick and roll, they'll get it inside to Terry. Terry attacks, and a foul will be called. He'll go to the line and shoot two. So Shelton trying to get their first points of the game from the charity stripe. The foul called on Grauerholtz. And the junior Terry puts the free throw up, and it is good. He's averaging just over nine points a game, so no superstar score, but... Not a lot of depth either for Shelton. Most of the scoring coming from these five. Second free throw up and in. So Terry hits them both. And we are tied 2-2, a minute 15 into the ball game. Ort Giesen brings the ball across the timeline into the right-hand corner to Springer. Falcons trying to replace their leading scorer, Matt Heinrichs, from last year. As he graduated, Ort Giesen in on the post to Springer. Back up top, they'll go to Jenkins. Jenkins. Swings it over to the left wing. Now they get it down to the big fella. Grauer holds a little jump hook. Sits on the rim. Won't go. Offensive rebound. Back up and in. And a foul will be called. Springer will go to the line. And he'll shoot the three-point play finale. Good battle inside there. Springer getting the offensive board. First foul of the game of the Shelton Bulldogs. Goes against Kyle Rausch. And the free throw on the way. And it is right through there for Springer. He's got the first five points here. For Wilcox Hildreth. Up the floor with it quickly will be Roush. Gets across the timeline, comes to a sudden stop, and hands it off to Lauber. On the weak side, tries to drive into the baseline. Good backside pass, and the shot by Arbogast is good. And a timeout going to be called off of that by Wilcox Hildreth. So a timeout just two minutes into the game to get some things set up here for Blake Farenbrook, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 6.06 to go in the first, 5-4, Wilcox Hildreth. Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. And welcome back to High School Hoops on Classic Hits and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Games are always live. The podcasts are up right after the ball game, so you can listen to it, download it for free. Falcon basketball up 5-4, two minutes into the contest, swinging around for a three-pointer. That is good, and we get a foul on the play. A chance for the rare four-pointer for Garrett Ortgiesen. The foul on Case Terry. Of Shelton. Makes it 8-4. to four. And let's see if Ort Giesen can complete the four-pointer here. The junior, one dribble up, and no, it won't go. The rebound brought down by Jaden Ullman, and Ullman will bring the ball up the floor. Guarded by Ort Giesen, they spread it out for him. He'll swing it over to Kyle Roush. One-two punch there, back over to Ullman. The screen, they'll dish it to Lauber. Lauber drives, the layup sits on the rim and in for Marcus Lauber. 
And it is eight to six. Both teams getting some points on the board here early. We're only two and a half minutes in. Ort Giesen brings it up. He's guarded the man-to-man by Terry, who committed that foul on the three-pointer. Five-second count on, just barely got rid of it in time to Jenkins. To the high post, they'll go to Grauerholz. Bounce pass down to the block. A lot of spin on it, and the Falcons can't handle it. It's going to go out of bounds. And they'll stay with the Falcons. Inbounds. Coming in, Sidney Grill checks in, the 5'11 sophomore, first off the bench tonight. They'll have to lob it all the way out top, and it goes into the backcourt, but that's okay. Lance Aspergen will run it down. Back up to Ort Giesen on the right wing, posting up Grauerholtz, get it to him deep on the block, turn around jumper off the window and in. The big fella knows what to do when he gets the ball down low. The first one rolled off the rim, this time it goes in, and there's an armbar foul on Garrett Ort Giesen trying to body up on Ullman in the backcourt. First foul on Ort Giesen. Of course, Ullman's got a little speed out there. So he wants to keep him behind him, and he got him on the hip, and that's when the foul was called. Inbound to Ullman. Off the screen. They went to the screen and roll for a lobber, but he's covered. Kick it into the corner to Terry. And while Terry's making the decision what to do, they say he shuffled the feet. Turnover number two for the Bulldogs. You're listening to KKPRFM, Carney, Shelton, Hildreth, and the World Wide Web at Platte River Preps. Glad to have you along with us here on our Thursday night basketball. Tomorrow night it is Elm Creek at SEM here on Classic Hits or at Kearney Catholic on ESPN 1460. Here's Gruel, comes into the paint, tries to dish it behind him. The ball's going to be deflected and picked up by Lobber. And the numbers aren't there, so he'll slow it down to Ullman in the right-hand corner. Ball fake, one dribble, pulls up from 17, fires, it's too strong. Rebound brought down by Grauerholtz. And off to the race is Gruel. Good pass into the front court, Ort Giesen. But Shelton's back defensively. Out between the circles to Gruel. Bounce pass down to the block. And it looks like maybe Grauerholtz is going to be too much to handle here for Arbogast one-on-one. They'll call him for the foul. That'll be the first on Nick. It's going to be the third team foul here on Shelton. So Falcons will inbound it underneath their own hoop. They'll get it on the block to the far side. Knocked away by Ullman out of the hands of Springer. And they'll inbound it again. 4.06 to go first quarter. Boys game. JV's moved along quickly. Girls varsity was a little longer game. So we're taking some time to get it in here. And the ball's going to be turned over on the inbounds. Gruel tried to throw it in. It was deflected by... The defender in Lobber, and then Gruel tried to jump in and grab it. The official said, nope, not going to let you do that. And Shelton basketball, 10-6, to midway through the first quarter. Falcons with the four-point lead. Ullman in front of the Wilcox-Hildreth bench gives it up, and it's going to be turned over. Steal is made by the Falcons. Up ahead, they find Ortgiesen. Ortgiesen trying to force his way in, and a double dribble is called. So some points and some turnovers. Also in the game now for Shelton, Ben Bombeck has come in. Full court pressure being applied, man-to-man style. And after a little patience to get it in, no problem bringing it up for Ullman. Dribbles into the right-hand corner, off the screen, too deep on the baseline. Now needs some help. Lobs it out on the wing to Kyle Rausch. Rausch fires it inside, ball's deflected, off the hands of Bombeck, and out of bounds. So a lot of turnovers the last three trips up down the floor. Each team now has four in the ball game. It remains 10-6, three and a half to go here in the first quarter. Gruel running the point. Over to Ort Giesen on the right wing. Up top to Grauerholtz. Into the paint. There's the turnaround jumper and a big foul on Roush. 
Caleb Springer, who already has five points, got posted up in the middle of the lane. You don't see that very often. Usually you get down on the block, but he was square in the middle of the lane. And Roush made sure that he fouled him, but the problem is that's his second already. And the free throw is up, and it is in for Springer. Two of two at the line already has six of his team's 11 points. And we're going to see a timeout Wilcox-Hildreth. They've already used two, and they've got the lead. So 3.20 to go here in the first quarter of play. Falcons 11, Shelton 6. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. AgTech Crop Consulting, your local crop metric dealer. Reggie and Chad Orgidson, they know what it means to offer full-service agronomy. In addition to traditional services such as insect scouting and irrigation scheduling, precision ag services and seed, or questions on soil fertility and precision agriculture to stacked after stacked seed varieties and herbicide selection. All things Reggie and Chad Orgidson with AgTech Crop Consulting can answer for you. Trusting the experts can deliver a much bigger bottom line. Keeping up with all the latest growing technology is what they do. A very proud support of the Wilcox Hildreth athletes. Good luck, Falcons. And out of the timeout, we've got a Wilcox Hildreth second free throw for Caleb Springer, and he'll put it up and in. So a great start for Springer. He's already got seven points, and it is 12 to 6. Wilcox Hildreth now a six point lead over the Shelton Bulldogs. Ullman brings it into the front court over to Lobber. Lobber on the right wing, crossover dribble, trying that pick and roll, but it's all white jerseys in the lane and taken away by Ortgiesen. He'll fire it up the floor to Gruel, back to the trailer. The three-pointer Asprigan off the rim, no good. Rebound tipped around. It'll be grabbed here by Arbogast. And Shelton now trying to find some points. Ullman looking down the floor, but there's nobody there but white jerseys. He wanted to make that long outlet. Jaden picks the dribble up on the right wing. Bounce pass back up top to Bombeck. Swings it over to Lobber. Lobber off the screen. Thought about the three. Now goes to the high post to Arbogast. Swings it right side. Nothing there. Back up top, they'll go to uh, Lobber. Long possession here for Shelton. Trying to run off the man-to-man. Ullman from 17. Left corner, no good. Ball deflected, and it is going to be saved by Caleb Springer. He threw it back in. Grabbed there by Gruel. In the ballgame for Shelton is Daniel Romaro, 6'2", junior. They'll post up again to Springer. Springer backs in against the double team and tries to kick it out. Ullman is right there and makes the steal. Jaden up the floor, goes all the way in, draws the blocking foul. The shot will hang on the rim but not go. And Ullman will go to the line to try and score from the free throw line. 12-6, Wilcox-Hildreth. Two minutes to go here in the first quarter. And the first free throw by Ullman on the way, and it spins out no good. Again, in the girls' game tonight, Wilcox held with the winner, 52-28. to 28. We will talk with head coach Cody Whipke at halftime for the girls. Second free throw now for Ullman. On the way, and it's good. So Ullman gets one of two, his first point of the game, 12-7. Wilcox held with exactly two minutes remain. As Ortgiesen brings the ball off the floor now, runs the point. A.J. Jenkins back in. Over to Gruel. 
Posting up the big man, Grauer holds down on the left block, does not get it to him. They'll kick it out, Ortgiesen for another three, and he's got it. Garrett, two of two from downtown, and it's 15-7, to seven, an eight-point lead for the Falcons. Holman gets the ball in. Ortgiesen went for the steal, ended up on the floor, got up and sprinted the other way. Ullman backs him down, takes a tough turnaround jumper. It's off the mark, and Springer grabs his third rebound. He'll bring the ball up the floor, trying to get a double-digit lead here in the first quarter of the Falcons. Grauer holds down low, again working the post to Ortgiesen. Now he drives. Garrett that time short-armed it on the way up. He had the, had the nice move, split the defenders, just couldn't finish. And Bombeck will get the board here for Shelton. He'll bring it inside. Little dish off for a short jumper. Won't go for Arbogast. He tries to poke it away and does. Knocks it off of the big fellow Grauerholtz. And it will stay with Shelton. So the Bulldogs had a look inside. Couldn't get it. Both teams had a look inside and couldn't finish. Shelton ball underneath their own hoop. Bombeck's inbounds pass tipped. There's not a lot of room along the baseline. I don't know if he got the three-feet clearance. And that's the sixth turnover here for Shelton. 15-7, Falcons under a minute to go here. Grauerholtz tries to fire backside, and it's over the head of Garrett Ortgiesen, so they give it right back. Each team with six turnovers. And Bombeck to throw it in against the full-court pressure. Dumps it in right side to the freshman lobber. Right back to Bombeck. Now they've got the press broke. Ben trying to bring it all the way up the floor. Does to the baseline. A late pick and roll. He has to take the shot. Draws the foul. Arbogast rolled off the pick, but he was double teamed. So the shot was taken, and Ben will go to the line to shoot two. Only two field goals here in the first quarter for Shelton, and Grauerholtz just picked up his second personal foul. So Grauerholtz of the Falcons and Roush of Shelton each have two. And the free throw is no good. Back into the ball game is Lance Aspergren for Wilcox Hildreth. Second free throw now on the way, and Bombeck able to make the second one. So one of two, and it's 15-8. Falcons with 35 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Orp Giesen brings it up with a right-hand dribble. Deep into the right-hand corner to Jenkins. Post-up Springer again. Backs his way into a double team. Back out to Orp Giesen. 13-footer straight away. Good. Orp Giesen and Springer. Have 15 of the seven or 17 of the 19 points. Uh, let's do that again. 15 of the 17 points. Now trouble in the backcourt. Ball's loose. Scramble for it. And we're going to get a jump ball before somebody gets hurt. The arrow points the way of Wilcox Hildreth. So they get to take it out underneath their own hoop. 12 seconds remaining in the quarter. Sidney Gruel, the sophomore, to throw it in. Late break on the play. They kick it out on the wing to Ort Giesen. Fakes the three, drives in, and got too close and traveled with the basketball. Seventh turnover for the Falcons. Still nine seconds now for the Bulldogs to try and get a good shot off, get into double digits. Ball knocked away again. One more time, Bombeck. This time they will get it in. Drops it in for Lobber. Back over to Bombeck in the backcourt. Four seconds. Ball tipped away. I don't think they're going to get a shot. Ullman can't get the shot away. They passed it to him right as the horn sounded. And we are at the end of the first quarter where the hometown Wilcox Hildreth Falcons lead the Shelton Bulldogs 17-8 here on Classic Hits. 
LaserTech has been putting the surf back in service for over 17 years. LaserTech can help you with all your printer needs, new and reconditioned units, multifunction units, and fax machines, or cartridges and accessories for an existing printer. LaserTech technicians are dispatched quickly, utilizing the latest technology, giving you same-day, next-day service. With LaserTech, trouble-free solutions are only a phone call away. Know how to find the right solution for your business. The solution is how LaserTech is helping businesses, doing what can be done every day when you've been around for more than a century you understand the power of generations the value of nurturing and developing those who will carry on the legacy of agriculture and food production that's why the aurora cooperative helps young people gain the experience expertise and wisdom to feed the world be good stewards become responsible community leaders and continue setting the example for the generations that follow the Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Ed Smith, here on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. UNK women fell tonight, 75-50 to number one Emporia State. The men lead at 13-9, 13 minutes to go in the first half there. Here we start the second quarter, Shelton basketball. Roush is going to cast up the first three of the night for the Bulldogs. It's no good. Rebound pulled down. By Lobber, 17-8, Wilcox Hildreth with the lead by nine to start this quarter. Off the backdoor pick, they get it to Roush. Roush turns. They're going to call it a clean block by Caleb Springer. It ends up going out of bounds. Shelton will try again. Bomb back to throw it in. Ullman's covered. Dumps it to the right-hand corner to Case Terry. Back out top to Lobber. Lobber drives. Feet get tangled up. He hits the floor hard. Foul called on the Falcons. Each team had four in the first quarter, so that's the fifth and the first of the game on A.J. Jenkins. Shelton will stack the right side of the lane here to get the ball in. Roush to throw it in. And they'll lob it out top, Terry. Ball fake three. Kicks it back out top. Ball's deflected. Roush grabs it at the high post. Immediately gives it to Ullman. Not a lot of dribble penetration right now. Inside to Arbogast. Turnaround jumper spins off the rim. No good. Rebound Roush, and he is going to be fouled as he tries to throw up the reverse layup. So Kyle will go to the line to shoot two. Half of Shelton's eight points came from the line in the first quarter. They were four of six. Wilcox Hilders were three of four, but also had a couple of threes from Ortgiesen. The foul is Jenkins again, so two quick ones. And the free throw is no good. By Kyle Roush, still looking for his first point of the game. And Roush will try again on the way, and that one's good. Kyle gets his first point, 17-9, Wilcox Hildreth. First minute of the second quarter, Sidney Gruel will bring the ball up. Kick it into the left-hand corner to Jenkins. Jenkins drives into the paint, back door open, foul, shot no good. We'll send Caleb Springer to the line. Springer already three for three and has seven points. Eight in the first quarter for Ortgiesen. The foul is the second on Nick Arbogast. And let's see if Jenkins can keep things going from the line. On the way and in. It's just almost a little mini jump shot. His feet and toes just leave the ground. Second free throw now. On the way, and he's got it again. Five for five already at the line. For Caleb Springer, 19-9. Wilcox Hildreth gets to that 10-point lead again. 
Shelton with Kyle Rosh. Rosh hangs it off on the right side to Lobber. Into the corner, deep right corner to Terry. Bounce pass on the post. They get it to Arbogast. Grauer holds the big fellas on the bench with two fouls for Wilcox Hildreth, and Shelton still can't do anything down on the block without just taking it right there themselves. Posting up hasn't worked so far. Back out top, Roush. Roush's three is off the front of the iron. No good. Off a couple of hands, Ullman will pick up the loose ball. His put back, no good. And out of bounds it goes, staying with Shelton. So they'll get a third opportunity this time down the floor. And Rosh to throw it in to Ullman. 15-footer, good. Nothing special about that one. Jaden just off the inbound slap, broke towards the left wing, got the ball, caught it, shot it, scored. 19-11, first bucket of the ball game for Ullman. Cruel in the left-hand corner as they work it around the zone defense right now. Pull-up jumper from the outside, no good for Aspergen, about 18 feet away. Ullman has to go to the ground to grab his third rebound. Gives it off to Rosh. Kyle, all the way to the right wing. Stops back to Ullman, the trailer. Ullman pulls up, fires the three, but it's too strong, no good. Rebound slapped into the Shelton crowd, and will belong to Wilcox Hildreth. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Also have Thursday night football going on. The Raiders, with an early field goal, lead the Chiefs with 8.5 to go in the first quarter, 3 to nothing. On the post, there's Jenkins or Springer again and a reach-in foul as they double and triple team him. And that might be the third on Kyle Raj. And it is. And let's see what Coach Jensen decides to do. He needs to get him out of there. And he will. Bombeck will come in. And Raj might be done for the first half. 5.49 to go in the second quarter. And he gets his third foul on the inbounds. Backdoor bounce pass gets to Jenkins, and his layup rolls around the rim and falls off. And Lobber comes out of there with a basketball to Ullman. 19-11, Wilcox Hildreth, five and a half to go here in the first half of play. Bombeck gets by his defender, left baseline all the way to the glass, lays it off the window and in. First bucket for Bombeck, and it's 19-13. Back-to-back buckets here for the Bulldogs. Gruel handles the basketball into the right-hand corner for Jenkins. Jenkins thinks the baseline is open, comes through, can't get a shot. Out to Gruel, 4-3, Sydney a little strong. Rebound Springer again in triple team coverage, has to kick it out. Lob it on the block, they just keep posting up Springer, and he turns around and scores and draws another foul. Springer is getting such good position. He's not on the block. He is inside the block. He's in the paint. It's about a three-footer every time he catches it. And he'll go to the line to once again try and complete the three-point play. And that's the third on Arbogast. So two different players now with three fouls here in the first half. And there's not a lot of depth for Shelton as the free throw is up and in. Springer has all five of his team's points here in the second quarter. Twelve in the game. And it's 22-13 Falcons. Just under five minutes to go before halftime. Lobber up top. Off the screen, left-hand dribble. Gets to the block. Shuffles the feet. Well, we had a ton of turnovers in the first quarter. Each team had seven. That's the first turnover by either team here in the second quarter of play. Back in for the Bulldogs, Daniel Romero. So it is Ullman, Bombeck, along with Terry, Lobber and Romero. Now here comes Ortgiesen floating into the lane. His seven-foot runner hits the front of the rim. No good. Bombeck will grab the rebound. 
Penn pushes it up the floor, dishes it off to Altman. Little contact, Bombeck hits the floor. Back to Ben now as he jumps up in the right-hand corner. Trying to post up Romero, but he's covered, so they'll hand it off to Lobber. Everything on the right side. Now they get it down low, and the turnaround jumper Romero, no good. Grauer holds, grabs his third rebound to Ortgiesen. Wants to run the floor, dishes it to Jenkins, comes inside. Double team, no good. Ullman grabs the rebound and then is taken to the floor by Springer, and they'll call a jump ball. Arrow points the way of the Falcons. Grauer Holtz, Jenkins, Ortgiesen, Springer, and Aspergen. They're back to the original five here for the Falcons on the floor. Ortgiesen to throw it in underneath his own hoop. Has to go to the last outlet. Now packed down to Springer. He's double teamed, so he kicks it out. Aspergren for three. It's too strong. And the rebound will be grabbed by Shelton. And just keeping his balance is Romero. 22-13 Falcons. They open the lane up here, but all Lobber does is swing it over to Bombeck into the left-hand corner to Terry. Terry off the screen. Hitting the floor hard on that screen was Jenkins. Back over to Olman. Jaden. Crossover. They keep looking for the pick and roll, but the roll's always covered. Now Ullman gets in trouble into the paint. And from half court, they call the walk. Turnover number nine here for the Bulldogs. So it remains 22-13. The scoring is slowed down for both teams. But the Falcons can take their biggest lead of the game with a bucket here. Up by nine. And walking the ball up the floor will be Jenkins. And Bombeck times it right. Pokes it away, comes inside, dishes it off to the trailer, who is just in the game in Erickson Ramos. He missed the layup, and then it goes out of bounds off of Shelton. Shelton hasn't had a very many transition opportunities, and they couldn't finish on that one. Gruel re-enters the game now for the Falcons. And he'll bring the ball up the floor, leading it by nine. Sydney off the screen, back up top. They'll rotate it all the way around to Crower. Holtz open inside, spins and scores. Lance with his second bucket of the ball game. And a timeout going to be called here by Coach Jensen and Shelton. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 3.04 to go in the first half. Wilcox Hildreth 24, Shelton 13. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! I want to thank Athletic Director Justin Patterson and the crew here at Wilcox Hildreth, as always, for their hospitality. Doug Duda with you. 3.04 to go here in the first half of our boys' game on KKPR-FM. Kearney, Wilcox, Shelton, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. 24-13, Wilcox Hildreth putting some good defense here on the Shelton Bulldogs with the 11-point lead. Handling it is Shelton with Lobber on the right wing. Up to the top of the key, they'll give it off to Bombeck. Against the man-to-man defense of the Falcons, kind of a sagging man off the screen. They lob a long pass to Bombeck in the corner, and another walk called on Shelton. So now you're getting some unforced errors on these Shelton turnovers. They just can't find the rhythm. And the Falcons are 
starting to pull away bucket by bucket. Aspergren across the timeline, pestered by Ullman, gets it to the high post, kicks it back out on the right wing to Gruel. Popping out top to take it is Grauerholtz. Lobs it down low, and Springer again grabs the basketball. And a three-second violation going to be called. Falcons have been very successful with Springer on the block with 12 of his team's 24 points. Ortgiesen has eight, and Grauerholtz has the other four. It's Shelton, though, that is concerned right now. They've scored points in their first two games, but they have really hit a log jam here. Kind of thought they would be a team that wouldn't mind getting out and running, but that is not the case. As Ramos has it up top, he's going to take the three-pointer from the top of the key. Off the mark, no good. Grauerholtz grabs his fourth rebound. Shelton 0 of 4 from three-point land. As Gruel decides to go all the way, takes it into the land of blue and draws the foul. Saw that a lot in the girls' game. If you just put your head down and went, you were going to get the foul call. And we haven't seen it much here in the boys' game. Kind of thought that would be what Shelton would like to do when Grauerholtz was on the bench. But that's not the case right now. The foul's on Bombeck, his first. And the free throw by Gruel dances out. No good. He'll have a second one coming. And the second free throw by Gruel on the way. And it is good. So Sidney gets his first point of the basketball game. 25-13. 25-13. A dozen point lead here for the Falcons. Ullman handles the point. Fires it off to Ramos. They switch spots up to the top of the key. Now left wing lobber. Back up top, Bombeck. Always looking inside, but there's just nothing there. Trying to get it to Ullman. Ortgies inside. Ortgies and steps in front, steals it to the other end, and he will lay it up and in, and they'll call the foul on Bombeck. One of the serious basketball sins at any level. Once the guy's ahead of you, you're going to get called for the foul all the time. And for Bombeck, that's his second. And a chance at a three-point play here for Orkies. And now into double figures with ten points. And the free throw is up, and it is in. So Garrett with 11, Springer with 12. And it is 28-13 to 13 with a minute 37 to go here before halftime. Ravenna Sanitation halftime report is coming up. And Ullman tries to work his way, gets down to the left block, turnaround jumper, and Ortgiesen gets a piece of it. Stays with Shelton as it goes out of bounds. At half, we'll look at the first half stats, update you on some scores, and talk with Coach Whipke about the girls' win. On the inbounds pass, Shelton underneath their own hoop. Ortgiesen steps right in the passing lane, steals it, tries to get it up ahead to Gruel. Gruel can't grab it cleanly, and the Falcons give it right back. But it has to seem like an eternity right now for the Bulldogs. They just can't get anything to fall and really haven't got a whole lot of open looks. As Ullman brings it up, now down by 15, 28-13. It was 17-8 at the end of one quarter. Six in a row by the Falcons. Ullman on the low block, turnaround jumper, in and out will not go. Ort Giesen is there for the rebound. Garrett will push it up the floor a minute to go here in the first half. Swings it into the corner to Gruel. Tries the entry pass down to the block to Springer. Tapped out of his hands. He'll get it out to the wing to Aspergren. Try to bounce pass inside and another foul. And that is the 10th on Shelton. So that means two free throws for Caleb Springer. Into the ball game for Wilcox Hildreth is Bryce Tobiasen. The sophomore getting a little playing time here before half. And the first of two free throws is on the way, and good for Caleb Springer. 
Now goes for point number 30. Takes the dribble, fires it up, and that one won't go. In and out, breaks a nice streak here in the first half. Rebound brought down by Romero. Daniel gets it to Ullman into the front court, looking for the pick and roll, trying to get it to Terry. It's deflected back to him, tries to get it inside, and it's stolen away by Aspergren. And here comes Lance down the middle of the floor. He wants to go coast to coast, does, and draws the foul on Marcus Lobber. Two free throws coming up. For Lance Aspergren, who has yet to score in the basketball game. 35 seconds to go here. And the Falcons pulling away before halftime. Both teams one and one. The free throw is up, and it is good. So the Falcons doing a good job of hitting their charity tosses. Second free throw now for Aspergren. On the way. High Archer is good. He hit them both. 31-13. Nine straight here, and Shelton has been hanging on 13 forever. Ullman gives it off on the right wing to Lobber. 25 seconds to go. Tries to go inside to Terry. It is out of bounds. Last touch by Ortgiesen. So Shelton from the baseline to throw it in. Waiting, waiting, and now Terry will come down and grab the basketball. Tries to get it in. On the wing to Ramos, and it's going to be stolen away by Tobiasen. Tobiasen with the steal into the front court. Ortgies in an unguarded three is on the way, and it is good. Garrett hits his third three of the basketball game, and just like that, this game has exploded. Five seconds to go. Ullman crossover into the paint, double clutch, puts it up and in, and that brings us to halftime and breaks a four-minute scoring drought for Shelton, but it went from 9-21 to 21 in a hurry. And that cuts it back down to 19. But some work to do for the Bulldogs as they head to the locker room. Wilcox-Hildreth playing their third straight home game, trying to get to 2-1. and one. And at the half, it is the Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons 34 and the Shelton Bulldogs 15. We'll be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer Seed Representative. Depend on Hogemeyer Hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer Seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed. Seed the right seed. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Nice little run at the end of the half here by the Wilcox-Hildreth boys, and they take the lead from 9-19 to over the last two minutes. It's 34-15. Earlier in the girls' game tonight, Shelton, of course, is just trying to improve their basketball team. They're looking for their first win in over two years, and they were competitive tonight uh, until Wilcox-Hildreth got a couple of runs of their own, and they pull away for a 52-28 victory. But again, for Shelton, 
Uh, they hadn't scored more than 14 in the first two games, so a little, I don't know, moral victory isn't the case, but uh, they're trying to improve little bit by little bit. It was also the most points Wilcox Hildreth has gotten the first three, and Coach Whipke joins us here, and uh, Coach will battle the band here a little bit. I could tell from your uh, reaction over on the bench a couple of times that uh, the you were looking for a little bit more out of your girls early on. Did you get that in the second half? Uh, in, spurts, in spurts, we did. Um, I mean, it, yeah, it wasn't the greatest game. It wasn't what we expected, but to our girls' credit, they didn't give in. They kept playing the entire game, and like you said, we were able to put up the most points we have so far this year. So, you know, there's a lot that we can look to improve on, but at the same time, we can't be too disappointed with ourselves either. You had a team last year that had some seniors. You've got a unique situation this year, and you've got a team that doesn't have any seniors. How how have they handled that, and do you have some of those juniors that you saw over the summer and in practice that uh, wanted to take over leadership roles of this team? Uh, Bridget Beisel and Abby Quadhammer are two returning letter winners from last year. Um, they've stepped up from day one of the summer. They've been our leaders, no doubt about it. Um, now our team kind of goes as those two go. They get us fired up. The rest of the team plays well. Um, so those two have really stepped up and done a great job for us. Um, like you said, we have no seniors on our team right now. It's a lot of juniors, a lot of sophomores, and I mean, we're battling injuries too. We had three girls out tonight because of injuries, and we've got a couple others that are playing through injuries. So, I mean, I'm yeah, I would have liked to have seen us execute better, but at the same time, I'm really proud of how we're fighting right now. Uh, Abby looks like uh, she's going to be a bulldog for you for three years here. She doesn't mind uh, handling the basketball. She doesn't mind playing defense. She got real aggressive tonight, got some fouls, but uh, she also got a lot of turnovers and steals out of that. Uh, She looks uh, with 18 points tonight like she's going to be that kind of player all year for you. Yeah, and she's shown that through the first two games. Uh, Coming into tonight, I think she was averaging 16.5 or 15.5. So, yeah, she's our – She's the main focal point of our offense right now. She likes likes having the ball in her hand. She's comfortable with it. She's comfortable uh, handling pressure and taking the ball down the floor. Uh, but at some point, we're going to have to find some other girls to step up. I mean, it's I don't think she's really a secret right now that she's our offense. And, boy, after a couple more games like tonight, everybody's going to know about her and going to try and shut her down. So we need other girls to step it up here pretty quick. We're talking with Wilcox Hildreth girls coach Cody Whipke. They win it tonight, 52-28. to So through all that, you are 3-0, and but those three games are at home. And now the quirkiness of the schedule, you are on the road, and you have a lot of games between now and even the holiday tournament, which is on the road. Uh, talk about this stretch coming up and what you want to see from uh, your girls besides other point producers. Uh, just to be able to play with confidence no matter where we're playing. Um, like you said, we don't have another home game now until I think January 13th. <laughs> so it's like seven or eight of the next. I mean, we've got seven or eight in a row on the road. So we're gonna have to get comfortable playing in other gyms, obviously. Um, we would like to get number one, get some girls back from injury, so that we can have a little bit more depth. But then the girls that aren't injured right now, we'd like to see them step up. We were just talking after the game. There's a couple of girls that are are starting to step up, and we'd just like to see them continue to do that. Uh, Victoria Ramsey had a great game for us tonight. She um, was kind of thrust into the rotation over the last week with all the injuries, and she's responded very well. We'd like to see her to uh, continue to improve. Um, I thought Carly Roop played decently for us tonight. Uh, she's a girl that could really, really help us out if she can uh, continue to improve. And I guess that's the main thing. We just want to 
right now we're basically at a six, seven girl rotation. Hopefully by the end of our road trip, we're up to an eight or a nine girl rotation. All right, Coach, uh, congratulations on the 3-0 and start. Hopefully we'll see you a little bit later on in the season. Uh, enjoy the holidays and make sure you've got plenty to do on those road trips. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Thank you. Thanks, Coach. We'll take a break here. Again, the final score, 52-28. to uh, Wilcox Hildreth got 18 points from Abby Quadhammer, 8 from Bridget Beisel and Sydney Boycheski, 11 rebounds from Brooke Guthrie. For Shelton, they got 12 points, 9 rebounds from Jalissa Sinner in the game this evening. Halftime of the boys' game, 34-15, Wilcox-Hildreth. We'll look at the numbers right after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Larry's Market in Shelton provides you with fresh foods right in your own hometown. Check out the fresh produce and meats. With weekly specials, you will save even more by shopping local. Don't forget, Larry's has movie rentals, party supplies, such as balloons, deli trays, and deli sandwiches. Everything you need in Shelton. Why shop anywhere but Larry's Market in Shelton. Best of luck, Bulldogs. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Now look at the first half stats for Shelton. Jaden Olman had five points, four rebounds. Ben Bombeck, three points, two rebounds. Case Terry, two points. Two points for Marcus Lobber and two rebounds. Daniel Romero had two rebounds. And Kyle Roche has been held to a 1.1 rebound. Nick Armagas, two points and a rebound. 15 points, 12 rebounds. Four of six at the free throw line. 0 of four from three-point land with 14 turnovers for Shelton. And... Rosh and Arbogast have been on the bench for the last five minutes of the half with those three fouls each, and you could tell that it really affected the way their offense performed, just getting a couple of points during that time. For Wilcox-Hildreth, here's the numbers I have. Sidney Gruel has one point. Garrett Ortgiesen has 14 points, one rebound and one block. Caleb Springer has picked up 13 points. He has five rebounds and a block. Lance Aspergren has two points, and Lance Crowerholtz, four points and four rebounds. 17 points in each quarter, and at the half, 34 points, 10 rebounds. And uh, Wilcox Hildreth has been to the line a ton of times already, two, four, six, eight, ten in the second quarter alone, and they've been hitting their free throws. They are 11 of 14 here in the first half, two of five from three point, excuse me, Three of six from three-point land, all three made by Ortgiesen, two blocks and ten turnovers. At the half, the Falcons 34, the Bulldogs 15. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm owner business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Clipper Publishing wishes all area teams good luck in the game. Clipper Publishing is proud of the successful athletes from Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River and look forward to supporting and reporting on all the game's activities in the Shelton Clipper, the Gibbon Reporter, and Wood River Sunbeam. Go to clipperpubco.com every day for daily updates on events happening in Shelton, Gibbon, and Wood River. Why wait till Thursday for your local news updates? Subscribe to one of the weekly newspapers and go to clipperpubco.com for daily updates. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. 
connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Ready to start the second half. It'll be Shelton basketball trying to run the pick and roll and getting crossed over. A travel will be called on Shelton. So it's easy to jump into our seats for success. Brought to you by your Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer seed dealer. Where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help you get the most out of every acre? It's easy. Pioneer.com and your mobile Pioneer.com. As they get it into Ortgies, it is shot as blocked in there by Arbogast, but it deflects right to Grauerholtz, who lays it in. And you can just tell the face facial expressions there from Nick. He went, are you kidding me? A nice play, but it turned right into points. And getting to those seats to success, Shelton's got to quit turning the basketball over, and you have to hope with these two guys back from foul trouble that they're able to pick up some points as the runner is up and no good by Lobber, and Grauerholtz is able to grab his fifth rebound. Three-pointer at the left wing is up by Jenkins, no good, and Arbogast will grab the rebound. Wilcox Hill has been playing pretty steady. They've taken advantage of the Shelton mistakes. That's the key. So you have to think if Shelton can cut down on these mistakes and not let Springer post up on him and draw fouls the second half, they've got a chance to get back in it. Three-pointer Ullman, top of the key. It will not go. Fight for the loose ball, and the rebound brought down by Jenkins. Shelton looking for their first three. Fast break the other way. Dump it into the corner, trying to get it to Ortgiesen. It is knocked out of his hands by Ullman. It's going to go out of bounds. And after a double consultation, they're going to say that it's Shelton Ball. So each team with a turnover here in the first 90 seconds of the second half. Three-pointer, Arbogast in transition, no good. Rebound grab by Jenkins, his second here already of the quarter. He'll push it up the floor, over for three. Ort Giesen off the front of the iron, no good. The rebound is going to be corralled by Arbogast. So both teams a little cold shooting here. To start the second half. Two minutes in, we've got one bucket, and that was off of a block shot putback. Rosh drives, can't get the foul called, throws it up, no good. Rebound brought down by Grauerholtz. Fires it off to Jenkins, tries to get it to Ortgiesen, and Ortgiesen didn't keep his eyes on the ball that time. He saw the baseline wide open and left the basketball behind. UNK men's basketball team playing tonight. Let's give you an update. Is there at halftime? The Lopers lead at 35 28. As here, Arbogast gets it down low, and he will get the jumper from about eight feet away and drop it home. That's his second bucket of the ball game. First bucket of the half for Arbogast. Down low, the big fella Grauerholtz, turnaround jumper from about eight feet away, a little far out that time. No good. Rebound to Case Terry. He'll hit the trailer, Ullman. Over to Rosh. Rosh gets it into the corner to Arbogast. Nick thinking about the jumper, kicks it back out to Lobber. The freshman, Marcus, takes it to the hoop. Reverse layup. Nice one off the glass and in. Second bucket by Marcus Lobber. I think Lance Aspergren was a little surprised that he tried to take him to the hoop. And we're going to get a timeout here for Wilcox Hildreth. They've led the whole way, but they're already down to two timeouts with 4.59 to go in the third quarter of play. It's 36-19. Wilcox Hildreth leading Shelton this timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 
Insure your home, auto, life, and business with us through Auto Owners Insurance. When you need an insurance agency that you can trust, call RAI of Nebraska in Ravana. Get the best coverage possible to protect what needs protected in your life. Not just an insurance agent, your friend. They will provide low-cost, quality protection and claim service that is second to none. Best of luck to all the area athletes from RAI of Nebraska with a location near you. Thursday night football on ESPN, 1460 and 1550. The Kansas City Chiefs, to start the second quarter, lead the Raiders by a score of 7-3. Here it is, 36-19, Wilcox-Hildreth, but only two points in the first three minutes of the second half here. So Coach Blake Farnbrook calls the timeout. Ortgies and dribbling, 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 not going anywhere. They're not sure what to do with the five seconds. He walks with the basketball after losing his balance. Great defense that time by the Bulldogs. And the third turnover here of the quarter on Wilcox Hildreth. Four points for Shelton, looking for more. To Arbogast, takes it in at Crowerholtz, tries the double team. Kicks it back out to Lobber. And he'll throw it low over to Terry, and they get him for a travel. Second turnover for the Bulldogs. This was a nine-point game for most of the second quarter, and then it went from 9 to 19 in the last two minutes of quarter number two, and that's what's given the Falcons a comfortable lead. And they're looking to extend it back to 19 with a bucket here. Ort Eason drives, kicks it out of the wing to Jenkins. Wilcox Hilders really slowed it down, more deliberate here in the third quarter. Maybe part of that out of the timeout. Get it up to Grauerholtz, backing in. There's Springer again, gets underneath Rosh, but missed the shot, and it's out of bounds off of Wilcox Hildreth. So Springer, who was having his way inside in the first half, hasn't been able to get on track here in the second half. We're halfway through the third quarter. Shelton scored four points, two for Wilcox Hildreth, and it's 36-19. Baseline Arbogast, one dribble, kicks it back out. Ullman, Ullman, the long three-pointer, it's no good. Then it looks like we're going to get an over-the-back foul on the Bulldogs trying to get the rebound. And let's see who they call this one on. Might be Ullman. Let's find out. Looks like it will go on Terry. Case with his second, the first of the half. And again for Shelton, they've averaged 46 points a ball game. So this a little off the mark for what we expected to see. Ullman out there battling for the loose ball. Got it knocked away. It goes out of bounds off Ortgiesen or Ullman. Couldn't tell the way the official pointed, and he's going to say it is off of Shelton. So to throw it in will be the Falcons into the backcourt to Aspergren, and Ullman is going to be called for bodying up too much. That'll be his first personal foul, second team foul. For Wilcox Hildreth, they've averaged right at 50 points through their first two games. Springer has got 13 per game, and he's already taking care of that here in the first half, but hasn't been able to score in the second half. Three and a half to go. Back into the ballgame, Sidney Gruel. Gruel tried to get it to Ortgiesen. Bombeck knocked it away. The ball's loose, and it'll be stolen away. Turnover. Falcons up ahead. Ullman, he's free. He'll score. Seven points now for Jaden. 36-21. Wilcox Hildreth. Long way to crawl, uh, to, to crawl here. And at the other end, fast break. Take it to the hoop. Draw the foul. Really would like to see this turn into an up-tempo game. I think both teams can do it. I think the Falcons love to run the floor off the make. 
And the foul going to be called on Ullman, his second. So two free throws coming up for Aspergren, and he'll put the first one up and in. Third point for Lance. And just the third point of the quarter now for Wilcox Hildreth. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. So Aspergren, four for four at the line. And here in the ball game, Wilcox Hildreth is 13 out of 16 from the charity stripe. Bombeck with it up top. Looking down low, nothing there. Up top to Arbogast. Finds Ullman. Jaden swings it into the left-hand corner. Here's Rosh from 18. No good. Rebound grabbed by Ortgiesen. Ortgiesen will push it up. They haven't had a ton of rebounds as the three-pointer Springer in the right corner. No good. Rebound Gruel, and he's fouled. Sydney, who hit one of two free throws in the first half, will go back to the charity stripe here. 2.42 to go in quarter number three. 38-21 at the moment, Wilcox Hildreth. And the foul was on Arbogast, his fourth. Free throw Gruel, good. Of course, Arbogast wasn't guarding Gruel. He was in there fighting for the rebound and was in the vicinity. Here comes Ramos and Romero back in for Shelton. Bombeck, Rosh, and Lobber stay in there. Second free throw now for Gruel. That one is good. So he hits them both. He's three of four at the line, and it's 40 to 21. Falcons with the lead. 2.40 to go here in the third quarter. Bombeck brings the ball up the floor. Dishes it off to Lobber, top of the key to Rosh. Starts to penetrate back out to Ramos. Over on the left wing, the jumper is up and good for Daniel Romero. One touch, one shot, one bucket. 40 to 23. 2.20 to go in the third quarter. Here's Jenkins kicking it out to Gruel. Right back to Jenkins. Left elbow now dribbles out of there to the wing behind the arc. He'll pick his dribble up. Right out of his lobber. Lob it down to the big foul. Grauer Holtz makes the one-hand spin move. Puts it up off the iron. No good. Lobber grabs his third rebound. And Marcus will push it up the floor. Dish it off to Bombeck. You're listening to High School Hoops on KKPR-FM. Carney, Shelton, Hildreth. And PlatteRiverPreps.com. Romero pops out to take the 18-19-footer. They say it's a two-pointer, but it's good. So back-to-back buckets by Daniel Romero. But they're not gaining on Wilcox Hildreth. Now they need to stop. We're on the left wing to Jenkins. Jenkins on the block. Grauerholtz backside. Gruel drives, scores, and draws the foul. He snuck in the old back door. Everybody was focused on Lance Grauerholtz. And when Lance was doubled. He was tall enough to whip it right over the backside, and Gruel now a chance at a three-point play. Cindy gets the basketball, puts it up, and in. The foul was on Romero, his first. So there's five straight for Gruel, and it's 43-25. Wilcox Hildreth just keeping that distance here in the third quarter. Entry pass is tipped and stolen away by Caleb Springer. Third turnover of the quarter. Gruel brings it up, dishes it off on the right wing to Aspergren. Pulls up at the top of the key for the three. Off the iron, no good. High in the air to grab the loose ball is Romero. Romero comes in this time, acting like he wants to get some more playing time. Really working hard. Raj, back up top to Lobber. A minute to go to Ramos. Ramos at the top of the circle. He'll decide to pull up and take the three, and he knocks it home. Erickson Ramos knocks down the three-pointer, 
And another timeout called by Wilcox Hildreth. So every time Coach Farenbrook sees something he doesn't like, he calls a timeout. So that would be four. He's got one remaining. 45 seconds to go here in the first quarter of play. It is 43-28. Wilcox Hildreth. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Headley Drug in Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you like Jeff, Tammy, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time out to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. 45 seconds remaining here in the third quarter. It is Wilcox Hild with 43 and Shelton 28. Shelton just making their first three-pointer of the contest. Pushing the ball up the floor, Lance Aspergren gets to the free-throw line. He's cut off there by Dan Romero, and a travel going to be called. 15th turnover of the game for Wilcox Hildreth, and maybe Shelton gets one more here. Get it down to 13 or possibly even 12 with a three-pointer. At least they have a chance. And Erickson Ramos going to bring the ball up, took a weird hop on him. Now he just throws it up for grabs as he's double-teamed. The ball is loose, and it is still loose. Shelton finally grabs it. It's still a free-for-all out there. Finally, they get it into the front court. Now they have numbers. They'll take the long jumper. No good. That out of bounds off the Falcons. Man, that looked like they were playing with a greased egg. It was going everywhere, and nobody was running any kind of anything. Offense, defense, and it goes out of bounds here to Shelton. Still 18 seconds. Bombeck throws it in. Goes all the way out top to Lobber. Back inside. Romero. Up and under, Grauer holds, and it spins off the rim, no good. Good move, just couldn't get it to fall. Jenkins with the rebound, seven seconds to go. Into the front court, they'll get it to Grauer holds in the paint. Turnaround jumper, no good. Got his own rebound, back up, and no good. And that is the end of the third quarter of play with your score. Wilcox Hildreth, 43, Shelton, 28, here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Laser Tech has been putting the surf back in service for over 17 years. Laser Tech can help you with all your printer needs, new and reconditioned units, multifunction units, and fax machines, or cartridges and accessories for an existing printer. Laser Tech technicians are dispatched quickly, utilizing the latest technology, giving you same-day, next-day service. With Laser Tech, trouble-free solutions are only a phone call away. Know how to find the right solution for your business. The solution is how Laser Tech is helping businesses, doing what can be done every day when you've been around for more than a century you understand the power of generations the value of nurturing and developing those who will carry on the legacy of agriculture and food production that's why the aurora cooperative helps young people gain the experience expertise and wisdom to feed the world be good stewards become responsible community leaders and continue setting the example for the generations that follow the Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. In the third quarter of play, just nine points for Wilcox Hildreth, and five of those came from the free throw line. They get the ball to start the fourth quarter, try to change that up, get it into Grauerholtz, hits the rim on the way up, offensive rebound, Ortke's it up and in. 
And that is now 16 for Ortgiesen. Inbounds pass got away, so they'll try it again. Catch up on some of the other numbers here in a moment. A big collision at midcourt. Ullman slow to get up, but they don't stop play. The ball grabbed here by Shelton. Arbogast takes the shot. It's no good. Jenkins will grab the rebound. Over to Ortgiesen, 13-footer, no good. Long rebound comes out to Case Terry. Outlet pass, Ullman, and he got fouled at half court or else he would have been headed the other way for a layup. Lance Aspergren with his first personal foul. That's the first foul of the half here on Wilcox-Hildreth. Four have been whistled on Shelton. Arbogast is in there playing with four. Rosh has had three since halftime, and he'll throw it in. 45-28 Falcons. Pretty balanced for Shelton. Ullman leads the way with seven, but they have had Eight different players score, and driving and scoring this time is Marcus Lobber, and he'll draw the foul. Just seems like when we get to talking, Shelton sets there, sits there, and then just like that, they'll finally attack the hoop. And Lobber now with six points has a chance to make it seven. Another foul on Aspergren. And the free throw by Lobber is up and in. So the three-point play. Makes it 45-31, full court pressure, broke this time. Springer missed the bunny, got his own rebound, and then he is slapped around underneath. He'll go to the line where he has been nearly perfect in the contest. Springer, who had 13 points in the first half, quiet here so far in the second half. The foul is on Kyle Rosh, and now he has four. Free throw, Springer is up, and it is in. He is eight of nine at the line. Second free throw, also good, 47-31. As Ullman runs the ball up the floor, gives it to Rosh. Kyle has one point in the game. He'll decide to take the three. It's no good. Long backside rebound goes to Ortgiesen. Ortgiesen being pushed by Case Terry. The ball gets loose on the floor, and we're going to get a loose ball foul called. And it looks like they're going to call it on Shelton. Ullman had jumped on it, and then trying to get it back was Aspergren. Shelton didn't really agree with the call, and it looks like we get into a one-and-one because of that. The foul on Jaden Ullman is his third, seventh team foul, so he has three. Rosh has four. Arbogast has four. And Lance Aspergren will go to the line to shoot a one-and-one. All four of his points are from the line, and the free throw barely moves the net. It's good. And back in a trio of Shelton Bulldogs. Basically, these three guys have been the bench play tonight. Ben Bombeck, Erickson Ramos, and Daniel Romero. Don't forget at the end of the ball game, the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Final stats, coaches' interviews, score updates. Aspergren hits them both. He is 6 of 6 at the line. And going all the way to the other end, Ullman wants some, and he's going to draw the foul. Jaden just decided, I'm taking it to the rack. He'll shoot two. In the game, Wilcox Hildreth right now is 20 of 23 from the free throw line. And for Shelton, they are 5 of 7. The foul called on Ortgiesen, his second. Ullman cannot get the free throw to go. Got a great wrestling duel up at 182 pounds. Carney leads Omaha Scott 21 to 19. 
I'll get you some uh, basketball scores here in a moment. Second free throw won't go. Fight for the loose ball, and it's Caleb Springer to get his seventh board. Gets it out to Aspergren. Farther down the floor to Gruel. He attacks left baseline. Bodies go flying. Shot no good. Aspergren gets the deflected rebound out at the top of the key. Down on the block. There's Springer again. Backing in on Rosh with those four fouls. Now he's got five. That should do it for the young man unless somebody else is going to get the benefit of the call here. And that's not the case. That's going to be it. For Kyle Rosh, he has just fouled out of the ball game tonight, averaging double digits. And now he has just one point and one rebound in the game this evening. So, unusual night for Kyle as he fouls out of the game and waiting to shoot free throws, Caleb Springer. Checking in for him will be Nick Arbogast. 6.27 to go in the game. 49-31, Wilcox-Hildreth. They have kept this double-digit lead throughout the night. And the free throw, number one, is up, and it is good. 16 game-high points now for Springer. 50-31. Second free throw, also good. 51-31, the lead at 20. Pushing the ball up the floor is Bombeck. Holding on to him is Gruel. Kicks it over for another three, and Erickson Ramos this time can't get it to go. The ball headed towards the cheerleaders. They get out of the way. It'll stay with Shelton. Some of the girls' basketball scores that we have for you tonight. St. Paul has beaten Wood River 50-35. Southern Valley over Gothenburg 58-35. Inbound to Ullman. Spins in the paint. A lot of contact. Ball's going to be deflected away out of bounds by Gruel. Shelton will try again. Sandy Creek beats Centennial 52-44. And that's about it from the area so far. Inbounds pass comes to Ramos. Gives it off to Romero at the top of the circle. Guarded out there by Aspergren. Pulls up from 18. Let's it fly. Off the heel. No good. Ball out of bounds. Last touch by Shelton. So the second quarter, we've played two minutes, and it seems like we've played about 15. A lot of inbounds passes, had some fouls already, trying to pick up the pace down big. But Wilcox Hildreth just keeps working their way in. Springer tries to put it up, and it's going to be swatted away by Ullman, and another foul. And we've got to watch out, or all we're going to be doing is shooting free throws the rest of the game. Ben Bombeck trying to win the race to the loose basketball. And Sidney Gruel who won the race for his second rebound, will be at the line to shoot a one-and-one. And And the free throw is on the way, and it's good. 52-31, that now equals the largest lead of the basketball game for Wilcox Hildreth. Second free throw up, and it is good. What a clinic from the line here in the second half. Wilcox Hildreth has yet to miss. They're 8-for-8 in this quarter, 24-for-27 in the game, and now another foul called. This one on Wilcox-Hildreth. Gruel trying to stay with Ullman. His first, the team's fourth, so we'll throw it in, but about 20 more free throws attempted by Wilcox-Hildreth, and they're up 22. So a big factor in the ballgame as Ullman will bring the ball up, looks for the screen, then crosses over off the screen, brings it in, scoops it up, can't get it to go, but will get two free throws. Thought we would saw a little, thought we would see a little more of this type of play from Shelton earlier in the game. 
The foul also on Gruel, so two quick ones there. And the first of two free throws. Ullman is up, and it is in. His eighth point of the basketball game. Grauer Holtz returns to the lineup here for the Falcons. So Gruel, Springer, Ortgiesen, Grauer Holtz, and Jenkins on the floor. Shelton has Terry, Ramos Romero, Lobber, and the free throw shooter Ullman. And the second one spins out no good. Rebound kept along long enough for Jaden to get to it. His shot won't go. And a rebound for Gruel will head the other way, all the way in, dishing it off for Jenkins. He'll lay it up and get his first points of the evening. 55-32, Falcons. 5-10 to go here in our contest. Ullman up top. Would like to drive again, but he's cut off there by Ort Giesen to Ramos. Now on the left wing, Lobber backdoor. Great pass into Terry. And another foul. Are they going to say on the shot? They're going to say not on the shot. So Case Terry will take it out underneath his own hoop. Gruel, third foul, sixth team foul. Terry inbounds, tapped away. He has to run it down. Now Gruel has him trapped in the corner. And it's tapped out of bounds. So both teams have picked it up a notch here in the fourth quarter. And it has got a little ragtag here. Not a lot of flow to the game. Lobber on the pick and roll has it knocked away. And then a foul called Ullman got in the way of A.J. Jenkins. That was Shelton's first turnover of the quarter. Ullman now has four fouls. Jenkins will go to the line and shoot two, his first trip to the line. That is the 10th team foul, so we will shoot two. Ullman might have got a little bloody lip there. They're going to bring him out of the game. And Bombeck returns. 4.49 remains. 55-32, the free throw is up, and it is in. Jenkins with his third point. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. So Jenkins able to knock them both home, and the free throws just continue to fall here for Wilcox Hildreth. Up top with it, Bombeck pulls up from 10, his shot too strong. Rebound brought down by Grauerholtz, and he'll get it to Gruel. So Wilcox Hildreth comfortably in the lead. They'll be 2-1. and one. Shelton will be 1-2. and two. Try to get it to Grauerholtz, and out of bounds it goes. And I mean, I don't think we've had 10 consecutive seconds run off the clock here in the fourth quarter. Fouls and turnovers or passes being knocked away, block shots, a lot of inbounds. As Lobber will bring it up here for the Bulldogs. He splits the seam, drives in, throws it up too hard, no good. Rebound brought down by Jenkins. They'll bring it up leisurely over on the right wing to Tobias, who's back in. Bryce guarded by Bombeck, down on the block to Springer. Springer, turnaround, jumper off the glass and in. Caleb with six in the quarter, 19 in the game. And now it's turned into a runaway for the Falcons as Bombeck brings it up at 59-32. Lobber top of the circle. Off the screen, needs some help. Lobber just holding his ground, blocking it. Krauerholz and turning it over. Now Jenkins to the other end, tries to draw the charge. He did. That was a pretty good flop by Bombeck down there. A.J. Jenkins with his third personal foul. And a timeout will be taken here by Shelton. 
3.47 remains in our game, and Wilcox Hildreth has opened it up. 59-32 over Shelton. This time out brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. The Shelton Locker in Shelton is a very proud supporter of the Bulldogs and would like to take the time to wish the athletes and coaches good luck in the game tonight. We know how hard each of you work in and out of the game, and we're so lucky to be part of an encouraging team here in Shelton and love serving such a great community for years. So when you're looking for the freshest meat and the friendliest people, Shelton Locker is the place to go. Shelton Locker says, Go Bulldogs! Thursday night football on ESPN, 1460 and 1550. It is now Kansas City 21 and the Raiders 3. Still six and a half to, or six minutes to go in the second quarter. Chiefs with two touchdowns here in this quarter. UNK leads Emporia State with 12 minutes to go, 49 to 36. Here, Wilcox Hildreth is just making a ton of free throws, and they lead it 59-32. to 32. Three and a half to go in a game. Bombeck swings it over to Terry, trying to run this set play out of the timeout, hands it off to Ramos at the top of the circle, into the corner to Bombeck. He finally takes the jumper. It's no good. Rebound grabbed by A.J. Jenkins, who's had a pretty good fourth quarter here. Up to Tobias, and he's got an open look at a three, so he fires it up. It's no good. Offensive rebound grabbed underneath by Jenkins. Tries to find a Springer, and another whistle. Out of bounds it goes. And they're going to call a foul, not out of bounds. I thought that's what it was, and the official pointed at the baseline, so I thought, okay, here we go. Boy, just a ton of fouls being called right now, and Springer to the line to shoot two more. That's the third on Case Terry. And the free throw is up, and it is good. 60-32. to now Wilcox Hildreth is going to start going a little deeper on their bench here. We will see Brandon Gebel come in. And I believe we see Jacob Wendell come in. Gruel returns. Tobias stays in. Now Shelton going to clear their bench. Charles Cessna checks in. Colby Sutton is in there. So Coach Jensen not going to play his ones against the ones and twos, mostly twos right now, Wilcox Hildreth. Second free throw, up and in for Caleb Springer. Eight in the quarter, 21 in the game for the junior Springer, 61-32. to Shouting up the floor with Ramos. Hands it off on the left wing to Cessna. Back up top now to uh, Kyle Ween, who is in. Rotated over to Kyle in the right-hand corner. Get it down to the low block. Leaner up and in for Cameron Berglund. Berglund scores on his first touch. 61-34 Falcons. Tobiasen brings it up the floor. Holding it above his head. Bryce looks inside to Springer, who's still in the game. They're waiting to get him out, but Ortgiesen's the one waiting, and they'll end up throwing a basketball away. Second turnover of the quarter. And Wilcox Hildreth, with four players on varsity out tonight, only have ten suited, so they can only do so much work with bringing guys in and out. With it is Ween for Shelton. Back up top to Ramos. Top of the circle to Cessna. Off a couple of screens, they get into the corner to Berglund. Berglund drives into the paint. Pump fake, takes the shot. Off the rim once, twice, won't go. Rebound to Gebel. 
And it'll be Brandon to hand it off to Gruel into the front court. They'll fire it underneath, trying to find Wendell, and it's off his fingertips and out of bounds. Two minutes remaining in the basketball game. 61-34. Shelton with the lead. Or, excuse me, Wilcox Hildreth with the lead. Shelton with the ball. Ramos handling it against Tobiason. Starts to drive, dishes it back out to Berglund. Top of the key to Ween. He's guarded by the big fella in Grauerholtz. Thought about driving in. He did, then is cut off. Ramos, long three on the way. Got it. Erickson Ramos with his second three of the contest. 61-37. 90 seconds remain here. As Tobiason brings it into the front court. Falcons spread the floor a little bit. Cruel into the right-hand corner to Grauerholtz. Grauerholtz actually dribbling. Throws it inside to Gebel. Nothing there. Back out to Grauerholtz. Wilcox Hildreth being patient. Trying to run the clock. Trying to find one of the two new guys on the floor and get them the ball inside. They do here to Wendell. He's on the baseline. Back out to Grauerholtz. And as he drives a three-second violation, going to be called on the Falcons. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation, the New West Sports Medicine postgame show. We're way past halftime. New West postgame show with the final stats. Coaches interviews to stay with us. We're a minute away here in Wilcox. Ramos up top, trying to get free from Tobiason. Hands it off to Cessna. Gets to the free throw line and scoops it out to Ween. Kyle back out top. Three-pointer on the way, and it is no good that time. But the offensive rebound then blocked by Gruel on the rebound from Ween. Tobias into the other end. He takes the shot. It's no good. Ween will get the rebound. That Shelton three-pointer, by the way, was put up by Colby Sutton that it didn't go. Now Ween drives. Runs into the big fella, and that's going to be a walk. 30 seconds remain. Again, Wilcox Hildreth, after three straight home, have five on the road. They'll play at Alma tomorrow night. And for the Shelton Bulldogs, they will be on the road again tomorrow playing at Kennesaw before coming home next week against Red Cloud and Lawrence Nelson. Pick and roll. Grauerholz trying to get it down low to Gebel. Gets it. Shoots it. No good. Rebound brought down by Sutton. Final 10 seconds of the game. Outlet pass Cessna. Fadeaway jumper on the way. Hits the rim. No good. Gruel will grab the rebound, and the time will expire. And the final score, the Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons, 61. And the Shelton Bulldogs, 37. Wilcox-Hildreth sweeps the doubleheader tonight, winning the girls' game 52-28. to We'll figure up the numbers and bring you all the stats, coaches, interviews. Stay with us on the New West postgame report coming up after this timeout on KKPR-FM. Carney, Shelton, Hildreth, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed, seed the right seed. Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Fritz's Market, where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today. 
Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Kearney High Wrestling Team, a winner tonight at Omaha Scott 34-19. Congratulations to the Bearcats. We'll look at some of the hoop scores again before we leave you. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today for Shelton. They were able to get nine players in the score column. Problem was nobody got to double figures tonight. Jade Nolman, eight points, five rebounds, one block. Ben Bombeck, three points and two rebounds. Case Terry, two points, two rebounds. Kyle Ween had two rebounds. Marcus Lobber had seven points, three rebounds. Cameron Berglund, two points. Erickson Ramos had the only two three-pointers. He had six points. Dan Romero had four points, three rebounds. Kyle Rosh had 1.1 rebound, fouled out, uh, sat about half of the game. He was on the bench for over five and a half minutes in the first half and fouled out with 6.27 to go in the game. Colby Sutton had a rebound, and Nick Arbogast had four points, three rebounds, and one blocked shot. Shelton had 12 rebounds in the first half, 10 in the second. Free throw shooting four of six in the first half, two of six, two of five in the second half. Three-point shooting 0 of four in the first half. Two of eight in the second half. Turnovers for the Bulldogs. 14 in the first half. They did cut that down to only five, according to my count, in the second half. Shelton had 15 points at halftime, 22 in the second half. And they finished with 37 points, 22 rebounds. Six out of 11 at the free throw line. Two of 12 from three-point land. Two blocks, 19 turnovers. And the Bulldog boys are now one and two on the season. As we said, tomorrow night, they'll have their one of their rivalry games down the road at Kennesaw. Then next Friday and Saturday, they're home against Red Cloud and Lawrence Nelson. They will be playing their holiday tournament once again this year at Silver Lake on the 29th and 30th. We'll come back and take a look at the final numbers for Wilcox Hildreth right after this. Timeout on the New West postgame show. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the Dent Poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the Dent Popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The Dent Popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the Dent Popper north of Railroad on 1st on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Are you searching for answers on what next year's fertility program should look like? Are your fields answering the questions you've been asking them through population and fertility trials? Aurora Data Advantage answers these questions and more. Data Advantage is the ultimate program to help you take control by transforming your shelves of notebooks and raw data into decision-making farm knowledge. We're so confident in our analysis that we offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Ask your local Aurora Co-op agronomist about Data Advantage in our early enrollment discount today. Aurora Cooperative and Data Advantage, putting both our owner's equity and your farm Farmed at it to work. And welcome back to high school basketball here on Classic Hits and PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is the New West Post Game Show. Let's take a quick look at the final numbers now uh, for 
the uh, victorious Wilcox Hildreth Falcons, and then we will uh, talk with their head coach and Blake Farenbrook. For Sidney Gruel tonight, he had eight points, four rebounds, two block shots. A.J. Jenkins, four points, seven rebounds. Brandon Gebel had a rebound. Garrett Ortgiesen, 16 points, 14 of those were in the first half. He had three, re- three rebounds and a block. Caleb Springer was the leading scorer tonight. He had 21 points. Seven rebounds and one block shot. Lance Aspergren was six of six at the line, and that's kind of a theme tonight. One rebound for Lance, and then Lance Grauerholtz had six points and eight rebounds. Ten rebounds in the first half, 21 in the second half. Free throw shooting, a number unlike what you will normally see from anybody at any level at any time. 11 of 14 in the first half, and how about this? 17 out of 17 from the free throw line in the second half from the Falcons. I know I have not seen, uh, you can go years and years, I don't remember anybody shooting and making that many free throws in the second half of a basketball game. Three-point shooting, three of six in the first half, 0 of five in the second half. Turnovers, 10 in the first half and nine in the second half. Falcons had 34 points at halftime. They scored 27 points in the second half. 17 of those were from the line. 61 points, 31 rebounds, 28 out of 31 from the free throw line, 3 of 11 from three-point land, five blocks, 19 turnovers. Wilcox Hildreth now 2-1 and one on the season after a 61-37 win over Shelton. As we said, now they get to gas the bus up. They play tomorrow night at Alma. Next week, they play Tuesday down at Northern Valley, Kansas. Then they play at Arapahoe on Thursday, at Pleasanton on Saturday, and even have a game at Red Cloud on the 20th before heading to the Harvard Holiday Tournament. And we were talking earlier with uh, Coach Whipke on the girls' side, Blake, that uh, you guys now have to get the map out. You know where you're going, but uh, the friendly confines are gone for a month, and this is a good way to end that. Yeah, definitely a good way to end it. Uh, We're definitely in for a little bit of a road trip here, and we're going to go out and try to give it all we got here. What would you say about the game tonight? Because you take a look at the stats and you guys make 28 free throws to their six. You can also talk about how awesome the free throw shooting was, but that sometimes will skew maybe how the actual game was played. There were so many fouls that sometimes you weren't able to get into a flow, but your kids knocked down free throws to make this a no-doubter in the second half. Yeah, definitely. We actually uh, we struggled from the free throw line last week in both of our games, and so we put a big emphasis on that week. I was really proud of the boys on how they did there. And uh, offensively, like you said, in the second half, we were at the free throw line a lot. We didn't really run through much plays very much. It was, before you know it, if you drove, you kind of got fouled. And uh, they just did what they got to do and knock down those free throws when you get there. That's the best thing you can ask for. So It's kind of a slow start to the game. You got. Uh, it seemed like we were playing your style of game, though. Get the ball inside. Obviously, Springer was posting up. You kind of you kind of think Lance is going to be the big guy down there, and you got the ball to him a little bit, but... Was it they were paying so much attention to him? I know Springer's your leading scorer, but, boy, he has no fear once he gets that ball down there. Yeah, you know, uh, Caleb's not the tallest guy in the world, but he's been doing it for a couple years now down there, and uh, he's got pretty good post moves, and he's a very good finisher around the basket. And uh, it's just a good combination. Lance Greyerholtz also does a good job down there, so we kind of go with the mismatch we think we can score on and try to get it there. Then Ort Giesen just throws down a couple of threes, and it kind of makes the Shelton defense you know, they can't overplay any one guy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Garrett, he's been, he works as hard as any kid you could ask for, and uh, I was really happy for him to finally get it going a little tonight. 
a lot was made at the beginning of last year, and of course with, with Brent coaching and now you're taking over as the head coach, but a lot was made of the, the injury that happened early on and uh, some of the young kids got more playing time than probably they would. Now this is the silver lining to that. These kids have a little bit more experience coming in. Yeah, definitely. Uh, most of the players I'm playing right now, they all played significant court time last year. And uh, all you can do is improve after you play as much action as you can. And I think you can kind of see it on the court. They're a little more mature. They got a little better footing under them when they're going around. So that's uh, good to see as we continue. We're talking with Wilcox Hildreth boys basketball coach Blake Farenbrook. They're now 2-1. and one. What do you think about your team through three games? We kind of mentioned in the pregame that really your win was big, your loss was kind of big, they weren't close, this wasn't close. What do you think of the play of your team through the first three games? Um, you know, uh, we, we haven't played bad. We, I'm looking for a four-quarter consistent game. I haven't felt that we've had the same energy all game, every game so far. But um, like you said, we got some young kids who are still growing through it. They work very hard for me. I appreciate that so much. And uh, I think as we continue to grow, we'll keep getting better as the year goes on. And I think we could surprise a few people. You got Alma tomorrow. We know they have some athletes uh, from watching them on the football field. Uh, what, what's the game plan tomorrow? What do you know about them? Uh, you know, they're, they're a very good team, and they've actually always been a struggle for us, especially when you go down into Alma. And um, they'll mix up with some man and some 1-3-1 one, one zone. you got to be ready for offensively and move the ball around. They like to get some steals and get out on you. And uh, offensively, they got some very good players. they got the Conert kid who's an uh, outstanding player. And uh, like you said, several athletes that can drive and shoot. And so we're going to have our hands full. What about this road stretch uh, as a whole? Uh, you're not going to get a whole lot of practice in because you're playing a lot of basketball games. What do you still want to tweak before the holiday tournament? Yeah, uh, uh, I was happy with our free throws today. We'll probably continue <laughs> to continue to work on that to make sure that's something that stays there. But um, like you said, we only have it's pretty much a game, pregame practice, game, pregame until Christmas break here. So uh, we're going to go as hard as we can while trying not to wear them out, and we're going to keep working on our ball movement, shooting. Uh, obviously we haven't shot the highest percentage so far from the field this year. So we're going to work on that and keep working on moving around and getting into our posts and really focus up and sure up that end of the court. It looks to me, and I know it's early on in the season, but most of the games before the first of the year, if you're not going to be the favorite, they are at least winnable games. And, uh, that's always good to play a lot instead of playing top five teams all the time. You're coming along as a coach, your kids are coming along, uh, as players. Uh, do you view it the same way? Yeah, you know, uh, there's still a coin flip game here and there with our schedule right now, but uh, definitely if we come out and play the way we're capable of, uh, I expect a good showing and a good little stretch here going into Christmas break. And uh, like you, that can only make you better getting ready. And then we're going to have a tough stretch coming where we're going to have several of the top teams in the conference there kind of towards the end that we're going to have to be, be ready to go and give them the best we got. So. We mentioned a lot of the kids here. Uh, I'll probably not get spoke to again if I don't mention Sidney Gruel coming off the bench and uh, the performance that, not necessarily the huge performance that he had, but he's first guy off the bench for you tonight. Yeah, definitely. Sidney's uh, he's been a really improved this year. Uh, if you watch him in practice, some days he looks like one of my best players. Um, I still have him come off the bench right now, but he's grown out. He's probably about 6'2 now. He's got length. Uh, point guard sees the court very well. And uh, so I've been really happy with where he's at. And as he continues to develop, I think I think you're going to see a really good player down the road from him. 
All right, Coach. Hopefully we'll get to see you down the road as well. And uh, congratulations on the win, Blake. Thanks for the time, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You bet. Head, head basketball coach here of the Wilcox Hildreth boys, Blake Farenbrook, off to a 2-1 and one start, winning it tonight, 61-37. to 37. We'll come back with a couple of more notes and wrap it up right after this on the New West Post Game Show. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Barinol, Tino Martinez, TM Sporting Goods, on the Bricks, 2217 Central, Downtown Carney, TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. Our Usera Care moment of the game, it is the 28 of 31 free throw shooting tonight for Wilcox Hildreth, including a perfect 17 of 17 in the second half. Usera Care Hospice caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all of the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. Not much reported so far in boys basketball tonight. This was one of the first games over. Centennial did edge Sandy Creek by a score of 32-31. to Some girls' uh, finals of note in the area tonight. Uh, it was Anselmo Myrna over Stapleton. Boone Central Newman Grove beat Central City 60-55. to Exeter Milligan, no problem with a Dorchester this evening. In other girls' games of notes, this was a big one up in the Northeast between top-rated teams. Guardian Angels beat Wynot 49-47. Humphrey St. Francis over Riverside. Also tonight, the Sandy Creek girls beat Centennial 52-44. Southern Valley over Gothenburg 58-35. And St. Paul beat Wood River 50-35. And in the big wrestling duel tonight in Omaha, it went to Carney High beating Omaha Scott. 34 to 19. Of course, Carney is second in A. Scott is number two in Class B. So a big win there, and Carney's right back down there this weekend for a wrestling action at the Mid America Center. Uh, UNK men's basketball team uh, looks like they're going to be able to go to seven and three. They've got two and a half minutes to go. They lead Emporia State 65 to 52. Earlier tonight, Emporia went to nine and zero. They're the number one team in the country, and they beat the Lopers by a score of 75. Don't forget tomorrow, Nebraska Volleyball. You can hear it on 1230 AM KHAS in the Sweet 16 of the NCAA Tournament as they take on Penn State at 11 AM. Pre-game at 1030 on 1230 KHAS. Our high school basketball again this weekend here on Classic Hits. Tomorrow night, it'll be Elm Creek at SEM. Then Saturday afternoon, Minden is at Aurora. That starts at 245 on ESPN 1460. And 15:50 tomorrow night, Carney Catholic will host Ord, and on Saturday at 5:15, a doubleheader as Carney High welcomes in Omaha Burke. Also, Donovan Trumbull Hastings Saint Cecilia should be a good matchup tomorrow night on 12:30 KHAS. Our games are also available online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. On your way home, Thursday night football, they have reached the half. It's the Kansas City Chiefs 21 
and the Oakland Raiders 10 on ESPN 1460 and 1550. And you have been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Our girls game, Wilcox held with 52, Shelton 28. Jalissa Center led the way for Shelton, 12 points, 9 rebounds, and a block. Wilcox Hildreth got 18 points from Abby Quadhammer, 8 from Sidney Wojcicki and Bridget Beisel, 11 rebounds from Brooke Guthrie. And in the boys' game, for Shelton, they had uh, 9 players score, but the 8 from Jaden Ullman was the most anybody poured in. For Wilcox Hildreth, 21 points, 7 rebounds from Caleb Springer, 16 points from Garrett Ortgiesen, and they were 28 of 31 from the free-throw line as the Falcons win it, 61-37. For our producer-engineer, Ed Smith, I'm Doug Duda. Thanks for joining us. Stay warm, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow night. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. 